It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Here's to the ones who followed their small business dreams. The builders, the makers, the movers and shakers. The ones who are bold enough to stand by what they know or leave it all behind for something new. For 30 years and counting, these believers have found a home online with a .NET domain name. To them, we say thank you. And to you, we say keep pushing, keep fighting, keep dreaming up. Realize your big idea and find your .NET. Visit keepdreamingup.net. You are Locked On Rams, your daily podcast on the Los Angeles Rams. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day. All right, welcome to another edition of Locked on Rams, heading into the weekend here, getting ready for the Rams and the Jets, which is coming up Sunday morning, very early in Los Angeles at 10 a.m. start in L.A. Always an interesting time when a West Coast team goes to the East Coast and gets one of the early games. Thanks for checking out the podcast, the fastest growing podcast network that is out there right now, the Locked On Podcast Network. Of course, you can hear me pre and post with the Los Angeles Rams on our ESPN LA flagship and 100.3 The Sound in and around Los Angeles. You can also always reach out to me on Twitter as well. Send me a tweet there at Travis Rogers about the podcast, about anything else that you want to do as well. Okay. So let's get into it. And the topic has been for a very long time about Jared Goff and about what Jared Goff is, about when Jared Goff is going to play, about what is going through Jeff Fisher's mind. There's a whole bunch of questions, and I have a theory. And it's, it's not, I don't think that Jeff Fisher is a sinister guy. I think that one of the reasons that Jeff Fisher has been an NFL head coach for as long as he has. Um, with relative lack of success, is that he's a really likable guy. People like him. But there's also something to be said for knowing how to survive in the NFL and knowing how to keep your job. Because look, look around the league. How many guys have been in one place for a long time? Pete Carroll's been in Seattle for a while. Bill Belichick's been in, in New England forever. Mike Tomlin has been in Pittsburgh for a while. But most of the other judges, I'm sure Mike McCarthy's been there a while, Marvin Lewis in Cincinnati. But the vast, there's 32 jobs, and there's maybe eight guys that have real job security. Well, Jeff Fisher, surprisingly, is one of those guys. He had it in Tennessee. He's had it in St. Louis. There's an art to knowing how to do that. There's an art to knowing how to make sure that you have your job. And I think that particular skill combined with what the Rams are dealing with right now kind of intersect at this point and what I mean by that is this I think one of the reasons that Jared Goff has not played this season is that Jeff Fisher knows that that can be the card that saves his butt at the end of the year that Jeff Fisher can go to Stan Kroenke or whoever is going to ultimately make this decision because Kroenke and or I should say Les Snead and Jeff Fisher are linked together. They're 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 in this together more or less. So it's probably going to come down to ownership. You would expect both of them to go as opposed to just one of them to go, I believe. So if you get that call into the office and the owner says, Hey, listen, we're six and ten, we're five and eleven, and this has been five years of you on the job here, and it's not coming the, together the way that I was hoping, Jeff. What do you have to say for yourself? I think Jeff Fisher could say and it would be reasonable, it would be an, a, a reasonable explanation, not necessarily an excuse, but an explanation for him to say, what's going on is I haven't had a quarterback. 
I haven't had one since I got here. When I got here, I had Sam Bradford. He wasn't any good. When we got rid of Sam Bradford, we brought in Nick Foles. He wasn't any good. We 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 tried to fill in that gap after Nick Foles with Case Keenum. Clearly, Case Keenum's good. We finally drafted a kid, and he wasn't ready. We, we've been telling you this all along. He wasn't ready to go. Until I have a quarterback, until anyone has a quarterback in this league, it's virtually impossible to win. Quite frankly, I think I've done a good job to win you six, seven, eight games a year, despite not having a quarterback. If Jared Goff can blossom into the quarterback that I think he will, then we're going to be on to something. But if you go now, you're going to bring in a new guy. You're going to go back to square one with all of these things. So we need to have some time with Jared Goff. And that time starts once we're eliminated from the playoffs because he's not ready right now. And I, I, had, I owe it to all the guys. I owe it to you to try to win as many games as we can until we're officially eliminated. And then we can start the Jared Goff clock. That's not – look, I don't buy it, but it's not crazy because the Jared Goff clock should have started already. By the way, that's very hard to say, the Jared Goff clock. Goff clock. I hate it when my Goff clock is all messed up. Anyway, I, I digress. Isn't that a, a reasonable explanation or, expl- or or school of thought as to why they're waiting? I think that there's something to that. I think that you could argue, too, that maybe the problem, one of the things that screwed Jeff Fisher was that they won three of their first four games, which meant that the window to basically quit for the season, to start preparing for next season, got pushed back. Because if you were going to try and put Jared Goff in, then it would have come last week. Off the bye, after a loss, coming into a Carolina team that's meh, Going into a Jets team that's meh, looking at their schedule, they have New Orleans, they have Miami coming up. These are all games against teams that are not known as great defenses. Carolina's okay. The rest, you know, the Jets, okay, but nothing that's particularly arduous. Looking at the back end, you've got Arizona, you've got Seattle, you've got New England, you've got Atlanta. Have fun with that. Have fun with that. That's going to be a mess. You, do you really want to throw them in there? Or do you want to give them a little bit of a cushion, which is the schedule that's coming up right now? So all of these things together, I think, add up to us getting closer to Jared Goff. But there's also the idea that Jared Goff is not going to play at all this season. And that's kind of scary because let me let me give you a doomsday scenario. Let me tell you the doomsday scenario of what the Rams are playing with right now. Okay, The doomsday scenario is this. Jared Goff sucks. The Jared Goff that that the Rams that that Jeff Fisher that Rob Boris that the whole team is looking at at Jared Goff at practice in the meetings in everything that they deal with him on a daily basis and they're looking at each other and saying, "Oh my God, this guy can't play. This guy doesn't get it. This guy just does not have what it takes to be an NFL quarterback." Because at that point, they're screwed. They're screwed because they're not going to play him this year in hopes that somehow a light will go on. But if he if he really can't play, and I'm not saying that that's what this is. I'm saying that this is the worst possible scenario. Because next year, Jared Goff is your starting quarterback from day one until game 16, barring injury. The season after that, Jared Goff is your starting quarterback year one through game 16, barring injury. Because you can say, and you have to say, because of the picks that you gave up, because of the investment in this guy, hey, look, he played one year of the NFL. Everybody has a learning curve. Peyton Manning was bad in his first year. Other players that have turned out to be pretty good players were bad in their first year. we got to give Jared Goff the same amount of time. So he's bad in his second year. And then you can start to say, hey, look, he's coming into his third year. This is when players usually start to blossom. This is usually the the, the place in 
their development where you see a major leap forward. This third year is going to be a big one. And then he's bad again because he can't play. So instead of investing three bad years, you've now invested four because this is one where you didn't even start the clock to figure out if he could play. And now all of a sudden, you don't have any picks. You haven't been able to sign any free agents. You haven't been able to draft any quarterbacks because the, the Rams can't draft a quarterback next year or the year after or the year after. Because they just picked first overall, gave away the whole farm to go get Jared Goff, that no one's going to say, yeah, we blew it, we got to start again. We blew it, we got to start again, this pick doesn't work at all. That's not what's going to happen. The doomsday scenario is he can't play dead to steal a line from Eric Davis, he can't play dead in a cowboy movie, and now all of a sudden, you're locked into him, and you've burned a whole nother year. That's the worst case scenario. There's something else that I want to get into as well. But first, I want to tell you about our pals at SeatGeek. You've, you've heard me talk about SeatGeek, and it, it really is as easy as this. I'm opening up my phone right now. You go to the SeatGeek app right there on your phone. You go to whatever it is you want to do. I'm looking at it. You click on sports. Obviously, I'm here in Los Angeles, and you can go and find out what the sporting events are here in town. I've got USC women's basketball. There's USC men's basketball. Of course, you got the Rams. Of course, you've got the Ducks and the Kings. You've got the Lakers and the Clippers. There's professional bull riders coming up here in Ontario before too long. There's MMA fights coming up before too long. There's all sorts of things. The point is, SeatGeek has all of these tickets from all of these different places right in one spot. So you don't have to go to 100 different places. It's all right there. You can look at the map. You can look at the seat. You can see if it's a good deal. And they got the grid. If you see a red dot, it's probably not a ticket you want. If you see a green dot, hey, that's a ticket that's priced about right. And then you know that SeatGeek is going to take care of you as well. And plus, with that first purchase, because you're a listener of Locked on Rams, they're going to hook you up with a $20 rebate as well. Just put in your promo code LO Rams, Locked on Rams, L-O Rams. They're going to get you 20 bucks back on that first purchase as well. So go check it out. Put the app on your phone, the SeatGeek app. Good partner of the network, good partner of this program. Thank you for doing that. Go check them out at SeatGeek. All right. So here's something else. And I'm not saying that this is true. I'm not saying that, that, that I've heard anything because I haven't. But let me just throw this out at you. Case Keenum has been bad, right? There, there, there's nothing like you, – you can't say, hey, look, Case Keenum's been pretty darn good. He hasn't. At best, he's been average, and many, many, many times he's worse than his best. So why aren't they playing Jared Goff? Why aren't they using him? Who sees more Jared Goff than anybody? Jeff Fisher, Rob Boris, Les Snead. And they're deciding to go – look, they don't want to lose, right? They don't want to lose. And if they really thought that Jared Goff was a better player than Case Keenum, they'd be using him, right? What if they're seeing some things that we're not privy to, that they're hearing things from Goff or from the people on the team that are leading them to believe, "Uh uh-oh, uh-oh, he didn't get it, he didn't work hard, He's not invested, and I'm not saying these are true, but there has to be some reason he's not playing, right? There has to be something going on that that, that 
prevents Jeff Fisher from saying, look, we got Case. He's This isn't Aaron Rodgers backing up Brett Favre. This isn't Joe Montana standing in the way of Steve Young. It's Case Keenum, who by most any statistical measure in the league is the worst quarterback in the entire league other than the guy that's over on the other side coming this Sunday with, with Ryan Fitzpatrick, and yet Case Keenum holds on to the job that Jared Goff can't get in there? Um, that's not a great sign. Because all other theories aside, if Jeff Fisher wins, Jeff Fisher's going to play his best players, right? And that Jared Goff isn't one of those guys, that's kind of scary. Because the guy standing in front of him isn't any good. That's really scary. Which brings us to Chris Carter, who was on with Colin Coward. And he said, and this is a quote, the guys know, talking about the guys at the Rams, the guys know he can't play, they mess this pick up. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Look, I'm not telling you that that's accurate. I'm saying that's what Chris Carter said, and who knows. But if they know they messed it up right now, then there, there's, there's your doomsday scenario that he can't play dead and that they have to play him for at least three seasons, which means that the team came to L.A., is trying to grow fans, trying to draw excitement, trying to get people invested in a team that, quite frankly, the vast majority of the people in this city have no, I, no no connection with because it's not like, hey, look, if the Rams from the late 80s showed up with Eric Dickerson, we'd be in love right away. It's Eric Bleep and Dickerson, right? Oh, you don't need to be a huge fan to understand that, yeah, I like that. I like what that guy does. They don't have that. They have very little identity outside of Todd Gurley, who's having a terrible season, and outside of Aaron Donald, who's an interior defensive lineman who does things that don't really pop out at you unless you're paying very close attention. That's a big problem. Now, Chris Carter has said a lot of stupid things in his life. Maybe this is just another thing that's going to go on the resume, the sizzle reel of Chris Carter being wrong about things, and it's a long one, so it's possible. But my gosh. They know he can't play. That's scary. And he brings up the question that I was talking about a few minutes ago. This is another quote. You tell me, where's Case Keenum the answer to anything besides his family member? Hey, that's my brother. That's my son. That's it. What is he the answer to? When you have Case Keenum on your roster, that means, okay, I got a second or third backup who's got some experience. He's right about that. He's dead right about that. And that's what's scary. Why haven't we seen Goff on the field? Why hasn't it happened? And I think it's a very, very fair question. And there's a lot of potential answers to it, and none of them are all that reassuring. The only thing you say, look, he's going to play when he's ready. He looks great. He doesn't quite get this or that, and we still think this gives us a better chance to win a game this weekend. But Jared Goff looks great, and that's the truth. All right. That feels unlikely, doesn't it? But it'd be nice to see him. It'd be nice to see him. We'll talk about tomorrow, too, some of the other conspiracy theories involving Jeff Fisher and why he may or may not be playing him, including that if he plays him now and he plays really well, then he'll look stupid for wasting half a season. That one seems a little far-fetched, but we'll throw in on that one as well. Don't forget, you can reach out to me on Twitter, at Travis Rogers. Make sure you sign up for a subscription, too, to Locked on Rams. We'll see you soon. You are Locked on Rams, your daily Los Angeles Rams podcast, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team, Every day.
Is Democracy in Danger or Decline? Condoleezza Rice, William Galston, and Carlos Gutierrez and others take on this question in the fall edition of The Catalyst, a journal of ideas from the Bush Institute. Surveys show Americans place less trust in institutions like the media and business. Others contend America has faced far more challenging periods and emerged strong. Leading policymakers, Bush Institute experts, and respected journalists take on this debate. Read about it at bushcenter.org slash catalyst. Hey, Locked On listeners, you already love our network of NFL shows, so why go anywhere else for the fancy football information you need to know for the 2020 season? You just need to check out Locked On Fancy Football, hosted by me, Vinny Iyer. We're counting down to the season by breaking down players and teams every day. It's no-nonsense, straight-to-the-point, smart fantasy football analysis that has only two goals in mind, helping you dominate your drafts and win your league championship. That's Locked On Fantasy Football, only on the Locked On Network.